welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us on Facebook Live, welcome and thanks for joining us. And for those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. When we first started this podcast project in 2000. 17, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories. I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never get to hear about. My team is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and their stories. This week, I'm really excited. I'm getting to, to visit with Lucas Tatham and his company, Modern Homestead. Lucas, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Jim. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. I'm getting, I'm excited to, to share your podcast, uh, to share your story on our podcast this week. Lucas Tatham is one of the owners of Modern Homestead in Preston County, West Virginia. A journey that began four decades ago as a roadside fruit tree stand in Kingwood has continued to evolve and grow as one of Preston County's oldest family-owned and operated businesses. Lucas Tatham, the second generation, and Trellis Smith are at the helm of Modern Homestead, affectionately known uh, as Tatham's by the locals there in Preston County. Uh, Founded in 1980, Modern Homestead transformed the local garden center into a celebration of living and nature. Lucas and Trellis are inspired by the idea of using their land, their buildings, and talents to create an experience for the senses, catering to customers with a curated assortment of plants and handcrafted products for all seasons. In growing their lifestyle business, they've also created Modern Homestead Guest House, which includes three guest houses with six well-appointed guest suites. I invited Lucas on the show today to talk about their company to share his story and to give our audience some valuable insight into his company in West Virginia. Lucas, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Great. Thanks, Jim. Um, Well, like you said, I personally love being in West Virginia. I grew up in West Virginia. I was born here and my parents started Tatham's Garden Center when I was about three years old. Um, So I've always been a part of it Um, whenever me and my partner Trellis came back into the business in 2005. We just wanted something different. I had been Mm. away from my family's business for about 10 years, and I'd lived on my own. I'd seen other garden centers and other places around the country and the world, Um, and I just wanted something different. So we took the old garden center format that was kind of just like on a flat piece of land, very commercial mm-hmm. and we decided to move our business to a hundred year old house and wow. start over <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome so Lucas I guess the, the the thing that kind of pops into my mind is you guys are doing a lot of stuff there you have you know obviously um, greenhouses and 
plants and landscaping material, which is everybody's thinking about right now. Everybody's chomping at the bit to get out and and start working on their gardens and working on their flower beds and so forth. What's your 30-second pitch for Modern Homestead? In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do? Um, We provide great plants. First and foremost, that's what my parents have always done. So we have beautiful flowers and and plants and shrubs, but we also show people how to use it Mm. through the landscaping around our different properties we show people what the plants will look like in several years. Mm. Um, but also, we try to celebrate just people spending time at home, and that's just not now after the, the pandemic. But from the beginning, we've always enjoyed being at home and making the home more beautiful and and celebrating what those plants can do, whether it's for the eyes or if it's providing tomatoes and peppers and other foods that trellis can cook and present to people. And that's just another way that we can share um, what we have. Yeah. Wow. It's really uh, an amazing uh, insight, you know, I think into it's not um, listening to you talk. It's a it's kind of a lifestyle. It's a way of life that that we can actually enjoy, um, you know, for all senses, really, uh, the the plants and and uh you know, uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, flowers, whatever it might be, a shrub. Uh, and, and the idea of being able to share that with friends and families are coming in. And, you know, I always like to have, you know, have our place fixed up and nicely landscaped. But it's also pretty cool to be able to fix a meal and uh, with uh, some vegetables maybe that you grew right there in your garden. I think that's pretty cool. Lucas, um, obviously you guys are doing a lot of stuff with your your guest house and everything. What would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for Modern Homestead right now? Um, I'm excited about just our ability to A, be open during this time. <laughs> yeah. But it, <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty no basic one. But to, to approach every day with new energy mm. and excitement. I mean, the ability to watch plants grow and to see how they progress and the beauty of life, that's exciting. But the opportunity, because of the current challenges, to to further expand and, and to grow our brand online and to reach mm. more people in different ways. Um, we, I mean, just that opportunity right now where people are at home more and they're online. Yeah. Um, and they're communicating in that regards ability to do that. Yeah, very interesting. It's kind of funny because um, it just just some background. Uh, we we've been doing this show now for you know we're on our third year. Uh, each week, uh, typically each Thursday, we've been going uh, uh, you know. Uh, releasing a new podcast every Thursday. But for the last 31 days, we've been going live every single day with, and that's all we've been talking about is coronavirus and COVID-19 and adapting and, and, uh, you know, innovating. And, and it's kind of funny, kind of, this is the first podcast. This will, this will be airing next Thursday uh, on the podcast. And even though we're going live right now, it's kind of fun to talk about like stuff that's not related to COVID-19, but it's kind of cool to hear your perspective on that too at the same time. What's the geographic market that you serve, Lucas? In other words, where do your, where are your customers coming from? I would say probably half are coming from the Preston, Mon County areas. I mean, that's where we've always had businesses for, um, for about 40 years now. Sure, but sure. we definitely pull from Marion, Fairmont, Clarksburg. Uh, we pull up from into Pennsylvania, like the Connellsville, Ohio pile, yeah. Deep Creek areas. So I would say if you just kind of drew a circle around Reedsville, anywhere within an hour drive, we have a pretty good mix from 
Um, with the guest house, we do get travelers from all over the country and the world. Mm. Um, and so, but I would say draw a circle around Reedsville in an hour drive. That's who our customers are. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I mentioned you're in Preston County, but you're right, right there in the, at the crossroads of the Kingwood Pike and Route 7, I believe it is, right there uh, in Reedsville, Back. West Virginia. Yeah, we're right on the, the westernmost tip of Lord Fairfax's original plantation. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And that's that's great. Uh, what's um, you know, when you when you say, you know, you guys have transformed the, the guest house. Talk a little bit about that and what what that means for your business now. And that's kind of like a new thing that you guys have recently in, introduced into your business. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Okay, so I'll step back and give it perspective. When yeah. I came into the business in two thousand and five, I was actually living in New Orleans at the time, and I came home to visit my parents. Hmm. Um, for a high school graduation, and we drove through Reedsville. And if you're familiar, there's an old bank across the street from our shop yeah. that is falling down. And mm-hmm. 15 years ago, it was a little less falling down. <laughs> and I stopped to look at it, and across the street in the house of the shop, they were having a yard sale. And I literally ended up buying the house our shop in is, is at that yard sale. And I was still uh-huh. living in New Orleans at the time, and I was planning on this just being my second home, my West Virginia home, mm-hmm. for down the road 20, 30 years when I retired. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, about two weeks after I was here and I visited it and, and agreed to buy this house, Hurricane Katrina struck, and it mm. flooded our house in New Orleans. Oh, so my gosh. At that point, my partner and I were wait, we were out of a job, we were unemployed, but also mm. the city was shut down for about three or four months and you just couldn't get back in mm. to, to live. So it became a, a plan, a project of now, of me coming back into my parents' business. So it started with one house, but as we looked out the windows of this house, we realized that there was 10 to 14 buildings that you could see from our property that were either vacant abandoned or for sale on the market for Mm. several years. So we've slowly, over the past 15 years, slowly acquired them. And so now we have a collection of about six or 700-year-old houses. And then it's like, what do you do with these old houses (laughs) now? (laughs) No doubt. Um, So we've very tastefully sectioned off the houses based on like the original construction of the houses, like one of the the homes was built in the 1800s, and then they added on to it in the 1920s. So we separated the houses into different suites, like guest house suites, but each of them are independent where they have little kitchen, kitchenette. Some of them have laundry in in the units Hmm. for short-term and extended stay visits. Um, and with modern technology such as Airbnb or bedandbreakfast.com to be online, hmm. it's opened up a whole new business market that our family wow. had never done before. But in this area, we're geographically where we're located, there's not a whole lot of hotels or guest houses or inns. So there was a real demand for people wow. traveling yeah. to need a place to stay. Um, so we definitely fulfill a need on that side of people that need to be in Preston County and they want to stay in a, in a, in a valuable establishment. But also there's people that say are traveling through the Morgantown area and just need accommodations, but don't want to stay at a chain or a big box type of hotel. They want something unique and personal. So they'll Hmm. drive up from Morgantown 
for that experience. That's fascinating. I, I love that story because, you know, it was almost like a crisis Hurricane Katrina um, caused you to kind of rethink your your uh, your game plan, right? It brought you back to yeah. West Virginia. You start this business, and now the business is growing. You got all these. You, you assessed what you had, which is all these houses around you, and you help people. <laughs> you help, yeah, empty yeah. houses, and you're helping people, and you're creating a business model. and 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 it's funny because you know um, I remember. Uh, years back, your parents opened, you know, opening Tatham's Garden Center. There was a location there in Saberton, and now, you know, here you are, just a, a couple miles up the road uh, in Preston County, there in Reedsville, and you've got this thriving business. You're bringing a, a touch of, um, you know, uh, you know, really, uh, ed, you know, education and passion to what you do and this history of the family business. But now you're transforming it and you're adapting it. And I love hearing the fact that you're using technology like Airbnb and some of these other things to really uh, catapult your business into the next phase of, of, of life. Right. And that's pretty neat. And uh, so I just I, I commend you on that. I think that's really neat. What's you know, what's one of the best things you can say, like in terms of your best business moment so far, take us to that, that spot of your best business moment and where you were like, this is, this is really going to work. Um, I'd probably say it, it have to be, we've had several concerts at a, we have what's called it the rustic church, which is this old one room church. that's like a 30 by 50 foot building that's located behind our guest house so it's like one block back but it directly hmm. connects to our property that had once again had been empty it was the family had purchased it in 1939 and it had passed through three, three generations of the same family hmm. and it was on the market for sale for about three years but it was all boarded up i mean they mowed the grass but on one side they had all kinds of trees that were laying on it. and really no one knew that church was there because it had been closed since the great depression wow and my partner trellis kept taking me over to it to show it to me and i wasn't able to i mean i could visualize what it could be but really what i saw was all the work that would need to be done in it yeah but last year we had a concert um brother brothers they're two brothers um from from New York that came and did a concert in this church that was built in the 1880s had been boarded up and closed for since the 1930s or so what almost 80 years yeah. and no one had been in all the windows were broke out but we got the windows fixed street store here in Mason town and Richard glass down in Rockford area fixed all the windows for us and mm. we cleaned up the floors you could see where the pews used to be in the church wow. and we had a concert and for me, that was probably the most exciting of seeing that here, you know, the garden center is one part of our business and guest houses is one part of our business. But to bring people back into the structure that mm. humans created by cutting down trees, you know, 150 years ago, and it's just that and not being used. To me, that was exciting to yeah. see new people, young people, people I'd never met before that probably had no interest or didn't even think about Tatham's or Modern Homestead, mm. but they loved music come into our, our business. So yeah. that's exciting for me. Yeah, no doubt. I, I can I can envision that. I haven't been there to see that, but I, I would love to, when you guys reopen that and we can start congregating again, I definitely want to check that out. That's that's an incredible um, concept, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> are amazing. It's I like bet. 16 foot ceilings and oh, the original sounds wood great. ceilings. 
Yeah, I want to take, uh, Lucas, just want to take a second to uh, recognize our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The financial support we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is Lucas Tatham with Modern Homestead, based in Preston County, right there in Reedsville, West Virginia. Lucas, let's get back into it. What do you have as the vision? What do you, you and Trellis see as the vision for Modern Homestead long-term? Um, well, it's definitely continuing the, the lifestyle brand of, mm-hmm. of showing people how they can take care of their homes and how they can landscape their homes and utilize their homes, but also allowing them to, to come and to stay, to not just us talk about it, but where they could physically eat it and taste it and sleep mm. at it. But I think the next phase where we would can see ourselves going is to how can we help and support, like you're doing, other businesses mm. that are like a homestead concept, meaning like family businesses that are located out of their homes or mm. off of their farms or mm. woodworking shops and and celebrate that because I think one response I think society is having to the current crisis is just recognizing that while globalism and having products made and shipped all around the world is fascinating on one standpoint and and helpful on one standpoint, the the personal connection and relationships with your neighbors is important. Um, hmm. So I think I think that'll be something that we expand into. When I when I met Trellis in New Orleans, I actually worked for a newspaper huh. selling advertising, and huh. he um, had his own business as a graphic designer. And so we did oh. a couple business projects together, but it was a lot with publishing and hmm. in those areas. So. Yeah, that's uh, you and I have that in common. I sold newspaper ads for the Dominion Post here in Morgantown for a number of years. And that was my career path for a long time working uh, for the Racy family and just had a great experience with that. And I didn't know that until just now, but that's pretty cool connection right there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I did it for two years. I worked for an African-American newspaper in New Orleans and I loved it because every single, I mean, it was an outside job. I was always out of the office meeting new people, like running the roads and it was great. Absolutely. I got to ask you, Lucas, what's what's one of the biggest challenges you face right now in, in terms of business? I mean, this, despite COVID-19 and all that, what's one of the biggest challenges that you guys face? I would say the biggest challenge is, is, is attracting and retaining um, a workforce, mm-hmm. employees. And that's mostly because of like the gig economy type format that we have. And mm-hmm. as a small business, a challenge that we have is offering employees affordable health insurance mm-hmm. and so most employees they'll be happy to work for us like say right out of college because it's sure. fun it's exciting yeah. they get to learn a lot but as they want to progress with their career paths and as they want to make more money hmm. then they're looking for they're trained i think by our society to yeah. look for bigger employers yeah. and that's because of the way our society is yeah. structured Definitely. health insurance to be big employer provided. Yeah. How many employees do you have? Currently, we normally have about seven. Yeah. Um, right now, we're down to four. Yeah. Um, we're looking to, to staff up a little bit um, just for the next month. But when I came back into the business in, my, in 2005, my parents verged on having 30 employees mm. at, at, at multiple store locations. Yeah. And the biggest challenge has, I mean, and it's not new, it's been going on, I mean, for 20, 30 years is the ability for small businesses to provide affordable health insurance and sure. then 
And I think beyond that, it's access to to internet, better, mm. more stable internet. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. What's one piece of advice, Lucas, that you would give to young business owners, entrepreneurs thinking about starting a business? I mean, there's, I think, a lot of people evaluating their career plans right now uh, in West Virginia, maybe listening to this from outside of West Virginia, hoping to, longing to come back to West Virginia and kind of in the way you did, you were living in New Orleans there and you got displaced with Katrina, come back to West Virginia, start this thriving business. What's one piece of advice you would give to young people uh, thinking about starting up a venture? I would say have a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and that sounds so simple, but I mean, on the one standpoint, and that's, I think a success that we've had is that my partner is very creative and in my business background with my family, I mean, you always had to be creative, whether it was designing flowers or et cetera. Mm. Um, but then reality hits where you have to produce a product, you have to perform a task or do an installation. And so to carry that out, you have to have a plan that is based in reality mm. and real numbers and not just pie in the sky sure. wishful thinking so yeah. have a plan and be willing and not be afraid to share it with people and to truly listen to their questions and their criticisms and their critiques hmm. yeah and then get up and do it <laughs> yeah that's great advice i like that that's very it's simple but it's very very wise advice thanks for sharing that lucas what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success um, I have a positive attitude. I mean, that's why I like your, your podcast. <laughs> I, I wake up each morning, like I'm the type of person that I like to get up early. I like to, to get up. I try to get my the things I want to do the least, and that's normally office work, like mm-hmm. returning emails and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I try to, to do that before I leave the house. And then right now, I, I, I'm more of a compartmentalized person because of the season. So if I'm doing a landscape job, that's that's all I think about. Um, right now we're in we're in planting mode of getting ready for May in the greenhouse. So I just in my head or on a piece of paper I have jobs that have to be done because if you don't that's a, a another day that they're not growing. Yeah. And just try to focus on the most important things that create value and create efficiency. Yeah, that's great. What's one book or podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring business people? I was I would say more of a general book. I would recommend a, just a basic economics textbook mm-hmm. of and and that's more from a decision making standpoint of I know for me it's been helpful of recognizing that everything is a choice. Do I spend money on this yes. or do I spend money on that? And if I spend money on that, what will be my return versus this and yeah. and just the ability to make solid decisions by recognizing there's so many choices yeah. that we could do. Absolutely. But what do we do with our time right now? Yeah, exactly. I think that's uh, that's good stuff. You know, business is is not, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of funny because I, I always say this, it, it's easy to start a business. Anybody can start a business. As a matter of fact, somebody could start right now in about an hour, have your LLC or your company set up, right? I mean, it's not that hard to start a business, but growing a company doing it over the long haul. You said, you know, your the, the original business started 40 years ago plus and uh, growing something and being able to adapt and understand, you know, economics is extremely important. And, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's really good advice. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely uh, appreciate you sharing that as well. 
Lucas, right. we've covered a lot in this interview. One of the questions I, that I have on, on the top of my mind right now is, you know, as we are thinking about reopening the state of West Virginia, here it is, April 30th, and the governor's uh, plan to uh, get the get the state back opened, uh, the comeback, as we're calling it, <laughs> West Virginia strong, the comeback. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people who might be listening to this would say, wow, what, you know, I want to go check out Modern Homestead. What's the best way for folks to, to come out and maybe uh, buy some, some of your plants and get their gardens started? What's the best way for them to connect with you guys? Well, one line is definitely a, an option. You can go to my modern homestead.com uh, or you could just go to modhomestead.com for short and with that we've put a lot of our plant inventory huh. up online that's that inventory exists at our, our establishment here in Reedsville but you can shop online and pick out exactly what you want uh, we offer curbside pickup where you schedule what day you want to pick it up and we'll bring it to the curb uh, if it's something that needs to be loaded we'll do that for you hmm. but also the greenhouse is open uh, we limit the number of people in, in the enclosed structures to yeah. a smaller number of people so if you show up and the, the place is full just be patient people are very respectful yeah. um, and then if you don't want to do it online and if you don't want to come in person the telephone the old-fashioned way is a great way we have um some older customers that have been with us for years and actually kind of the silver lining in all of this current atmosphere is is that i i feel like i've had more quality time of spending with some of our customers of just talking to them on the phone and and hearing what they need or what their challenges i have a shady spot i have a wet spot whatever um, and yeah. then, because they normally end up telling you all kinds of other things going on in their life in addition to that. <laughs> so, to answer your question, visit us in person. We're open. Um, we're open from 10 to 6 on Monday through Friday and 10 to 4 on Saturday and Sunday. You yeah. can visit us online at mymodernhomestead.com um, or you can call at 304 864 4333. That's great. And, and remind everybody, too, you guys have a, an amazing gift shop there you have wonderful food and coffee and mother's day yeah. is just around the corner so you got to check out modern homestead uh and and check out that for uh for mother's day don't forget mom for sure right for sure yeah. and when you're on the website you can click on the link that says book a suite and you can pick dates and it lets you see a lot of the photos of the homes um and start planning your trip yeah, that's awesome, man. Lucas, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today to talk about yours and Trellis's company, Modern Homestead. I think what you're doing is really great. I love the story uh, of coming back to West Virginia and, and not only continuing on the legacy of, of what your parents started, but uh, to really grow it and adapt it and utilize technology and finding what you had there and transforming it to, to serve people. And I think that's a really cool thing. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Thank you. I appreciate it. West Virginia is a, a great place. There's a lot of opportunity here. Absolutely. I believe the same thing. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another uh, episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, wvnews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey, 
to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Lucas Tatham and his partner, Trellis Smith, and Modern Homestead in Preston County, West Virginia. Our hope is that we, in some way, inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the guest or on the podcast, drop us a sh- uh, drop us a line on our website, positivelywv.com. We appreciate all of your comments and encouragement, and uh, really enjoy bringing these episodes to you guys. And thanks for all of your encouragement as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 